0: Before we jump into today's show, super quick favor to ask of you. If you enjoy this conversation or any others that you've heard on Pivot Podcast, please share it with a friend. Pick one person who you think would love the conversation and send it their way. I would love to bring more amazing people like you into the fold. And if you want to further support the show, you can donate a dollar an episode at patreon.com slash pivot. Every little bit counts. Thank you again so much for being here. Now on to today's show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pivot Podcast. I can't even contain my excitement for today's guest. It's like Christmas 10 times over and lets me know I must be doing something right with this show if I get to have today's very special guest, Trevor Hall on the show. Trevor, welcome.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) Happy to be here.
0: Thank you. I'm going to read a little bit of your bio just to give. If you're listening to this and you don't know who Trevor Hall is,
2: please
0: do yourself a favor and go search for his stuff on Spotify, the internet, his Kickstarter, ASAP. You've been missing out till now, but it's okay. You can catch up. (laughs) But for all of you who aren't aware, I'll give a quick bio. Trevor was raised on an island in South Carolina. He's a singer-songwriter who realized at a young age that Music was more than just a passion. It was his life's art. At 16, he recorded his first album and soon after went to school in California, where he studied classical guitar and was introduced to the practices of yoga and meditation, which would greatly influence his life and music. Hall's music is a blend of roots and folk and imbued with a deep love of Eastern mysticism. His previous full length album releases, Chapter of the Forest and Kala, debuted at number three and two on the iTunes. Singer songwriter charts. The Fruitful Darkness is his first independent release, supported by his fans known as the Villagers, and it has become the number one music campaign of its kind in 2017 on Kickstarter. And I was a con a contributor on Kickstarter.
1: Yeah. And then it just about <laughs>
0: fell out of my chair when your team emailed me to say, "Hey, <laughs> would you want to have Trevor on the show?" <laughs>
1: well, it's our it's our a blessing. It's our blessing.
0: I, when I was preparing for this, I went and I'm like, so you and Nako, I've listened mm-hmm. to your music on repeat since I, I was in Bali in 2015 uh-huh. and I heard Nako live. And then I was sitting in, maybe if you've been there, you know, Bali Buddha cafe.
1: Oh yeah. I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this, I, think I went there with Nako. <laughs> you
0: did? Perfect. Yeah, I knew yeah. for sure you guys would have been there. Yeah. And the woman sitting across from me was like. Oh well, if you like Nako, you have to know about Trevor Hall. And so, since twenty fifteen, your music and Nako's together, this I just saw you've kind of described it as like conscious music. I call it like spiritual but not religious music. Uh, has just carried my life, like
1: uh, it's carried beautiful. my life. It's so
0: soothing, and I even looked. My number one song that I listened to in 2017 on Spotify was "Wish Man."
1: Yeah, which I mean, it was interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the the other song, because I just I gotta throw these out there. You can't rush your healing. Mm. Um, really, got me through a rough time, That's and. True it's something I think your music does, which is because it is, it has this really spiritual tone to it. But again, it's not its not religious necessarily. It's very open. It just resonated so deeply. And I thought that that song, You Can't Rush Your Healing, is actually so um, descriptive of kind of what you do and the messages that you share. And I just remember listening to it over and over and over trying to Remember this message that you shared in that song. So I'm wondering if we could even start there of how that those lyrics came to you and kind of the broader themes in your music that you explore.
1: Yeah, that song is super. I mean, even you know, for me, it's a very, very healing, um, medicinal, I guess, song. And you know, songwriting for me is is it's just a process of. Um, of getting out of my own way, and I really feel like the songs are singing to me. You know, I am just listening to these songs. There's no thought involved. There's no, you know, I want my eye to step out of the way, you know, and let the bigger eye come through. And so sometimes when I when songs come through, I don't really know what they're about, or I don't know what they're for, or... um Sometimes, you know, a, a week later, a month later, a year later, I'll figure out the meaning or or that song. I'll realize, oh, that song was 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 made for this time, you know, right now. Um, and then there's song that I still have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, it's so with that being said, that song came through um, when. We were living on Hawaii, we were um, spending some time there, and I was writing that album, Kala. But the song came through, and I didn't really know, you know, I was fine, I wasn't sick, I wasn't depressed, that we were living in Hawaii, you know, going to the beach every day, and just really just having a beautiful time. And the song came through, I thought, oh, that's, I don't know what this is for, I don't know who this is for, but, you know, it came through, and I recorded it in my home and um, and then just kind of put it down and just left it and continued with the writing process like this. And then um, about a few months later, I got really very 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 sick, extremely sick, and was hospitalized and um, was really going through a tough. Time because of the sickness, we had to cancel all these, you know, tours and things that we had worked so hard to get. Um, We were supposed to go down to Australia to play this big festival that um, was kind of very hard for us to get on, and we had to cancel. So it was a very difficult time. I used to have long dreadlocks, but I had to shave them off because of the sickness. So I was kind of stripped of my identity as an artist, I was stripped of my identity as a musician and, and this felt really lost, you know? Um, and then I remembered the song, you know, this song came, you can't rush your healing. Cause I think when, when all of us are going through a tough time or a sickness like this, we just, Oh, I just want it to be over. I just want it to be over. I just want to get out of this, you know? And we push and push and push and, it doesn't work, you know, we can't rush our healing. That's the whole point of the song. And I had to really surrender to the process. And um, time went on, I got better, and we moved to LA at at that time. And about two months later, uh, or a month later, I'm forgetting exactly, we heard about the earthquake happened, the big earthquake happened in Kathmandu in Nepal. And we were very, very worried about our friends and family living there. My wife used to live there, and um, it's a very special place in our hearts. So we were very, very nervous. We were calling people like this. And then we realized when I was supposed to go down to Australia for that big festival, my wife was supposed to go to Kathmandu, for a, a assignment. She's a photographer and a writer, but she canceled her trip when I got sick. She stayed with me when I got sick. And so we pulled up her flight info and we realized that she would have been, she was scheduled to fly out that night from Kathmandu and the earthquake happened earlier that morning. So she would have been in Kathmandu oh my if I would have gotten sick and who knows what would have happened. Right. So that, that um, whole experience really taught me, you know, I think within the song, I said, Mama told me time is such a wonderful gift. Yeah. And Mama was my grandmother. And um, she, when she said that, it really affected me because I've always fought against time, you know, like, and I think in our Western culture, time is such a mechanical thing. It's such a tick tock, tick tock thing. We have to get everything done before the clock runs out. And then we try again tomorrow, you know, like this. So it was this pressure. So I always felt this pressure of, hey, I got to figure this out because I'm running out of time. I got to figure out, you know, life and all this stuff. Um, But when my grandmother said that time is such a wonderful gift, it slowly changed my perspective, you know, because she was in her old age and she was about to pass over. Mm. And thinking, why is she saying this like this, you know? And with it, it, it kind of changed my perspective as time, not as this TikTok li- linear thing, but time as a spirit, mm-hmm. as a circle, as a cycle, rather than a straight line. Um, time in the sense of a spirit that everything in our lives, even the worst things, getting sick or this or that, are being arranged at the perfect time we can't even understand you know how perfect it all is and um if we try to rush it we're not honoring that time spirit mm-hmm. you know we're not honoring that great mother of time that is knows what's best for us in each possible moment and so that song really and that whole experience really healed me not just from the song, but also from my perspective on time and my life, and what that means, and surrendering to the here and now and 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 knowing that everything is being arranged perfectly, I mean imagine if we lived our lives that way, if everybody lived their lives that way, where they they you know had faith in in the timeline you know of their lives and and every situation it'd be very different. Mm be very different so it's a practice you know it's an everyday practice but that song is it's a song you know every time I sing it I feel like I'm singing it for the first time and, and that's a good feeling so
0: that's so oh there's so much beautiful stuff in what you just said and you highlighted the line mama well she told me time is such a wonderful gift yeah
1: and the
0: next pairing of lines i also love which is Mm -hmm. you're not running out you're really running in
1: yeah yeah (laughs) it's me. and what you just
0: said about time as a spirit to honor it in that way as like Mm -hmm. a precious spirit that we are co-creating with and it's not our enemy it's not out to get us and nor is it something that can be shoved into a box literally a check box a box of our life that I just love so much of what you just said about trust and faith and what a powerful, wow, like for you to hear this song mm-hmm. before you got sick, before the earthquake. I mean, yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, and even things in my life now, you know, like I said, when I play the song, you know, I, f- I feel like I'm hearing it for the first time and all the things that I'm pushing against. Um, It it helps me unravel and uh, surrender and just let things happen, you know, as they're supposed to happen, you know. It's a non resistance type of attitude. Um, But it's not to be confused with, you know, sitting and doing nothing. I think that's another kind of spiritual bypass, we call it, or or a trip that we can get let up on. Mm. But it's about, it's about not being attached to the fruits of our actions. You know, we're we're entitled to our work. You know, we we we'll work hard. You know, work hard for the things that we want to put out into the world. But at the end of the day, you you leave the results to the winds. Yes. You know, to the higher power, um, because that's how we get disappointed. You know, oh, we have an idea of our how things are supposed to go, and like this. So it it. As time goes on, it's it's it, it it's taken on so many more meanings mm-hmm. for me, which is the beauty of music and the beauty of 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 time and being an artist.
0: And it seems to me like I often say this about books. I read a quote somewhere that every book has a soul and mm. each reader who reads the book infuses it with even more life and more soul. That's a, it's beautiful. And yeah, and it seems like this Not only this song, really all of your music, but each song has a soul. And every time you sing it and every time we listen, the more meaning is created and it more healing and it's Mm. timeless,
1: really. That's beautiful. I'm going to use that. I'll give you 5% (laughs) of the next.
0: (laughs) I love, I think you speak to such universal truths that you're on the journey and by you being on the journey allows us all to go with you through music. Mm. And one of my other, the, the main lyric of the song, you can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teachings. Love is never leaving. You can't mm. rush your healing. And so I smiled when I saw the name of the new album, Fruitful Darkness,
1: mm. because
0: the theme carries over from this song to the album name, which
1: absolutely. it's
0: like we reject darkness so much, at least I do, and yet you're highlighting and, and singing, it sounds like for yourself and others, the, the fruitful darkness, that there are gifts, so many gifts in our life come from these places when we're mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, each album has a different, theme you know but that theme yeah was definitely carried over from that song and um the last the fruitful darkness really this project that we're currently releasing is is an extension of that song and it's an extension of that time because when i got sick um you know right when that song happened um it was the beginning of a chapter and kala was already written um the previous album so but you can't rush your healing was on that album but it started a it started a chapter of my life um and it's in astrological terms it's called your saturn return which is something that I learned about very quickly. I was forced oh, yeah. to learn about very quickly. <laughs>
0: Mine kicked um, my ass six weeks from yeah, yeah. Sunday for oh, like four years.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it out or oh, not.
0: Yeah. My book but, pivot came out of my sudden return it was it's such see. a crisis.
1: That... Yeah, just see, but that's <laughs> yeah. exactly, that's exactly it though, is that those, some of the greatest things come out of our times of struggle. And I think in our Western culture, um The darkness also doesn't mean just like negative, you know, like darkness, you know the darkness can mean undefined space, you know, um, things that are not concrete, and I feel like in our Western culture, we're so obsessed with knowing what's going on, and we're so obsessed with um, you know being in control and also. I don't know about a lot of people, but I feel like in our Western culture, I certainly kind of was taught, you know, when you're growing up in life, you know, all the bad things we we tend to just let's just push that over here, you know, let's just push this under the rug, and you only focus on on the good. Um, and I think that that is unhealthy. I think that that is not part of. The fullness of of our creation and our existence, um, because those dark times, those times of struggle, those times of um, adversity, are the times when we grow. There, those are the times when we have to go deep within ourselves and find out who we are, and find out what we're made of, and. Tap into strengths that we didn't know we had. Um, you know, in Eastern philosophy, it's kind of related to like the shaman's journey. You know, the going into the dark and bringing that that darkness into the light. You know, um, it's 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 a individual journey for each one of us. So the fruitful darkness, um, that time of my Saturn return was definitely a time of me walking into the dark and everybody's Saturn Return is different, but mine had a lot to do with self-discovery and no finding out who I am, you know. And I during that time a lot of the things that really inspired me and that I kind of like based my personality off of, um, kind of fell away. And Without them, I didn't know who I was, And I found out, well, I was basing my person and all these things off of all these things, but I don't really know what I think and what I feel as an individual. And so it was very scary. It was a very dark time. I was like, "Oh, who am I? Like you know i I feel like I feel like I don't know who I am, But that question is a very important question, and that question is a question that. That we don't ask ourselves often, and it's important to go deep within ourselves and find out our essence, you know. I, I personally feel like a lot of the suffering in our world today, um, disease, sickness, whatever, like this, is a result of not remembering who we are and remembering where we came from. and Remembering our true nature. I think it's we're separated from that um, universal heart mm. um, that is our natural space within ourselves. So the fruitful darkness is my own expression of that journey um, into myself and trying to find out, in essence, who I am, mm. where am I going, where did I come from, like this.
0: It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and by the way, we're gonna I get to premiere one of Trevor's songs <laughs> on this episode from the album, and your team sent me the choices and uh-huh. I of course, I just gravitated right toward the name karma I've been reading yeah. about past lives recently, and I'm really into it at the moment and um, oh my goodness, like from the second it hit my earbuds, I was just obsessed and have played oh, this on so repeat <laughs> yeah and so please everyone listening listen to the end uh, because we get to play it in full um but i love how what you just said of this well a couple things one that darkness sometimes is the unknown and Ooh. as you were talking i had the visual that sometimes like when we enter a dark room or we turn the lights off quickly we can't see at all or just our eyes haven't adjusted and it's very right. scary but if we could sit there and sit in the unknown, then our eyes adjust. We can that's realize, beautiful. oh, I still see everything in the house. It's just a different color.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. It's true. We push it away, but if we mm-hmm. sit there, befriend the darkness, mm-hmm. turn towards it, and say, "Hey, hey. you know, what can I <laughs> learn from you? You know, yeah. what's up? What's going yeah. down?" Um, our eyes will adjust. Yeah, our eyes will adjust. That's beautiful.
0: There's a line that you share in karma about um astrology being a map of your soul. Yeah. And I really like I think I must have studied astrology in a past life or something because um similar to you, I became fascinated by it. And for anyone who is not aware, Saturn return is um when you're turning 29 to 30 but it could start as early as 27 and could go mm-hmm. till you're 33 <laughs> certainly lines mm-hmm. spread out but as this phenomenon of Saturn um it has a 29 year orbital cycle and passing in your astrolog uh, astrolog oh, it's hard to say astrological chart passing mm-hmm. where it was when you were born the moment you yes. took your first breath and yes. Saturn is, is like the god Kronos, It's about time it's about making things real it's about restructuring and mm-hmm.
1: having oh you're good you know a lot
0: oh yeah well so <laughs> so i have to ask you in karma because i heard you say on a podcast you're studying astrology too yeah. so i'm curious to hear your journey but you said you have three planets in fire and five in water is that true
1: Oh, that's well. You you picked up on it because not everybody <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I say it in the song three, in fire five, in water.
2: Yeah. Um, what?
1: So I'm i I'm all fire, water. I don't really have any air or any earth. I'm,
0: um, <laughs> Will you share? Can you share your sun, moon, and rising?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it, I wanted to say it's funny that you picked that song because that song is. We'll get into this, obviously, but astrology being the main inspiration behind this album and astrology being kind of the main tool that helped guide me through this difficult time, um, Karma was the song that I wrote after my kind of first couple readings. It was very much inspired by astrology and mm-hmm. my chart and my person and I was. That's when I was really kind of opening up that door and being like, whoa, I am, this is amazing. I'm really into this.
0: And what's wild is, and you can't rush your healing, not to keep coming back, but you say Saturn keeps returning or Saturn yeah, is returning. Yeah. It's like but you, I didn't
1: know at that time, I didn't fully understand what Saturn return was. That's My, so
0: wild. You yeah, like wrote it, was, it.
1: it was almost like a forecast yeah. of what to come. <laughs> yeah,
0: you were on it. You just hadn't yeah. like dove in yet yeah so yeah continue so interesting about this album being a reflection of,
1: yeah yeah, that study, S- yeah, so I have um yeah three planets in fire and five in water, so even though I'm a Sagittarius sun and Sagittarius rising, um and my moon is in Libra, oh. so even though I am Sagittarius though, uh, I have like I said, you know five planets in water, so It's, I almost identify more with the water part of me, you know, than the fire. Um, So it's interesting. It's interesting. But
0: you have your Libra as an air sign. So your moon. Yeah, yeah.
1: My moon is an air sign. Yeah. And then I only have like Neptune and Earth, which doesn't really count because Neptune's so like out there. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of, um, I'm hot and cold. I'm hot and cold Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, sometimes I'm ready to go be out and you know the next moment I, I'm reclusive and need to be alone and cleanse my I guess uh psychic field, so to say. Um, but yeah, it's funny you picked up on that. I do say that in karma. Three and fire, five and one.
0: Don't you find it reassuring to have this blueprint? Like didn't when you got your first readings, were yeah. were you having the same moments I did like oh my goodness, this explains so much about who I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was like extremely, extremely blown away. I mean, especially since, um, you know, talking about time arranging everything perfectly, you know, it was after I got really sick, but I was still really struggling with my body and being on tour and energy. And it was just very, very like, Perfect timing, and it was funny because um, the, the way it happened, my, I had a friend that that emailed me and said, "Hey, you know, I have this friend who's an astrologer, and I, I really think that you'd like it, and I want to gift you a session with her." And I was like, "Oh God, I don't want to <laughs> do this shit," you know. I'm I'm a spiritual guy, but I I don't like any like woo-woo stuff, you know. And my my preconception i guess of astrology was it's a little out there you know like it's like oh in seven years you're gonna experience like a good time like i don't need to know all this, <laughs> you know but i was like oh my friend he's he's it's a gift i don't want to i don't want to be rude i'll 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 do it and um when the astrologer called deborah silverman very she's become our godmother now but. um she, you know, she, she explained everything to me in such a grounded, practical way and really um, brought it into, you know, yeah, how I act and why I act certain ways and what I need to learn from and what do I need to cultivate in this life like this. But, it, you know, she didn't know anything really about me and she just blew my mm-hmm. mind out of the water and from there it just started i was just like i need to like learn more about this so i ended up taking her courses and um learned a lot of about astrology myself and and now i you know i loved i do people's charts and i love um <laughs> so cool. it's become a very very big hobby of mine but astrology yeah i mean it was it the tool to get through this time was just incredible. It was crazy.
0: I I felt the exact same way. And funny, I, my teacher of astrology, Jennifer Ratchiopi, studies mm-hmm. with Deborah, so they're yeah, connected small in world, that way. Yeah. Very small world. Yeah. Uh, I almost started an astrology podcast at the same time as this one with Jen, and. Wow. I was doing Career Cosmos. I would look at someone's chart and try and understand their strengths that were
2: hidden. Wow.
1: Right, and right.
0: It's really fun. I, I, I wasn't believe me. I, I felt the same as you. I was like so skeptical. Right. but Then as I started pulling charts for almost a hundred people total so far, I'd say because I this is a total. It's a hobby for me. They're spot on, and I could they're know things about people, and I could cut right to the chase of of pinpointing like. In my line of work, what kind of work they might want to do, or what kind of projects would be the best fit, right? So, right. and then there is so much healing as well for me. So much healing happened from your music, and seeing, wow, no wonder this area of my life has felt so difficult. Right, I have a lot right. of karma here, where I have a thing, and I'm working on it, but it, right. it's right there
1: in the right. chart. Right? Yeah. It's it's the stars don't lie. The yeah. Stars don't lie. Yeah.
0: One thing you mentioned that I want to ask you about, you said, you know, fire and water, you can be hot and cold, or even water is very tranquil and mm-hmm. deep. You have this interesting line of work that um, I can only even really on a fractional level, but where you're doing such, you are a spiritual person. And I would imagine listening and getting guidance is a very a solo activity. And yet you go on tour. And I don't know how you have the energy. Like, I know you probably get a lot of energy from the thousands of people, but how do you manage that balance, both being on tour and not on tour? And then mm-hmm. when you're on tour, there's so much energy that your all eyes are on you on stage. It's just a lot to hold. And I'm curious mm-hmm. how you stay grounded and physically well, emotionally, even spiritually, when you're on one of those big tour circuits
1: yeah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i I mean it's still I've been doing it for you know I don't know fifteen years um, and I'm still learning you know I'm still learning what works for me and what doesn't work for me um, but you know being on tour is it's it's a rhythm you know there's a rhythm to it and there's also a rhythm with being at home and um for me it's about transitioning into that rhythm. Um because if you fight the rhythm, if you um how to say, if 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 you're stuck in if you know if I go out on tour but I'm stuck in the being at home rhythm, um they don't line up, it doesn't work. So part of it is just transitioning well into that rhythm, you know, because I've, I've, you know, going out on, on tour, and I think you can use this for any area of your life. You know, I, sometimes, you know, I, before I'd go, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to be like really good this tour. I'm going to like exercise every single day and I'm going to like not watch any TV at night so I can go to bed early. And then you get on tour and you find that those things aren't happening. Right. And, and you get frustrated and then you're like, oh, it's not going like how I planned it, mm-hmm. you know, and then that takes energy, your stress and this because you're trying to hold a thing. I found that that doesn't work for me. You know, um, what works for me is going with the flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, as cliche as it sounds, you know, that's that's one of the lessons of the road. That's one of the lessons of. um Of traveling and exploring is surrendering to the journey. And even though I've been doing it for 15 years, every tour is different, you know, and every tour has its highs and every tour has its challenges. Um, Of course, there are those things that keep me, that are non-negotiable contract, you know, with myself. Like every morning when I wake up, no matter what, I sit, no matter what. How you long know, do you sit for I, it. It doesn't matter. It can be ten minutes. It can be an hour. You know, depending on how much time we have. But I always get up first thing. I do. I take a shower, even if I shower the night before. It's just a ritual. You know, you have to have the the mm. consistency. I take a shower and I sit, and I do at least you know the least bit of practice. I do, and then continue. Right. Um, those types of things. I. I keep, and I think those, those things are the things that help keep me grounded. But, you know, there, yeah, like you said, there are those nights, you know, where it's like, man, I'm just not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the mood to like be in front of a bunch of people. I'm not in the mood to like talk, you Mm -hmm. know, And, and, but you have to do it. You have, you, and I, I like that about it because, you know, it's like, It 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 helps you be unattached to how you're feeling, you know. Sometimes it's like you know, you just you have to just let go and just do it. Mm -hmm. Because if you fight if you fight it, um, you know it just it fights back, and it's just part of it. And you have to know, okay, this is this time right now I'm in. This is this type of time I'm supposed to be out. I'm supposed to be in my fire. I'm supposed to be you know, doing this and the time will come for me to be in my water. But right now hmm. spirit has me here. So be here and do it. Yes. You know, it's, it's kind of, it helps me get into my, my North node. And as they say, Love in the it. Love my, it. Aries, you know, my warrior, I have to just do it.
2: Love you
1: know. it. What house so, is your North node in? Sorry. North node is a, is Aries. It's in Aries in the fourth house, which is oh. our emotions. Oh. It's ruled by cancer. So I'm really called to just be a warrior in my emotions and not let them take me over, and um, be direct in my emotions too. Speak my truth and just do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe Nike should sponsor me. Just
0: <laughs> totally, <Right.
1: laughs>
0: totally. Well, also it strikes me if the fourth house is like also home, it's like right. you're creating home. Wherever you go, like home on the absolutely. road, because your Aries is strong, yeah. it's a leader,
1: and yeah. you just absolutely must be
0: good at that by now.
1: Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I'm still learning. <laughs> I love
0: the idea of, man, there's a great book that Jen told me about, um, uh, The Four Elements and Astrology, and you uh, read, if you haven't read it, you'll love it, and you read about Astrology through the lens of The Four Elements. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, it's so wild. And I love what you're saying. Even if someone listening, you don't know about astrology, to just say, embrace your fire, or you'll right. have time for the water, the calm, and you right. can even bring in these elements in a literal sense to kind of get, activate them.
1: And Yeah, it's really wonderful. Deb has a book called The Missing Element, where oh. she helps you identify what your missing element is. You know, that's oh, one of her cool. her main teachings in her astrology is saying, You know, when we read charts and when you look at your person, what's your missing element? What do you need to cultivate? You know, so it's very similar to that. She explains the four elements and um, it's very fascinating. It's just so fascinating.
0: I don't have a lot of fire, so I'm friends with all Sagittarians.
1: Oh, good. Well, we're good I we love good Sagittarians.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra with a Scorpio oh, moon. Oh, good.
2: Yeah. Oh, good, good.
0: So I have a lot of friends that have either a Libra moon, but uh, by the time December comes, it's everybody's birthday. Like everyone in my life. Wow. That's so, so funny. funny. Yeah.
1: That's so funny.
0: Um, Yeah. I love what you said about your practices. And so how, I'm curious how that relates to. I love what you said about hearing songs, that they kind of imprint for you. Yeah. I'm curious, is that happening all the time, or do you go through phases, and then do you hear the melody and Mm -hmm. the lyrics, or is it one or the other, and then you add the other
1: piece? Well, to answer the first part, it definitely doesn't happen all the time, (laughs) and that's another lesson of patience, you know, Um, because when I try to force it out, it just never works, you know? Uh there can be a long period of time that goes by where I don't write anything, you know. Um, and then there can be a period of like a week where it's just like on fire, you know. And it's just, you ha- when it comes, I just have to drop everything else and just honor it and go with it. You know, that's my duty. Um, and the second part, I don't really have like a... I guess a formula you could say, you know, like I don't have to be like the only kind of prerequisite is I have to be alone.
2: Mm.
1: I have to be nobody around. I have to be in either a room or the house or a hotel room or outside where it's just no, not even any like psychic interference. I just, or else I can't really like concentrate. Um, and but i can be anywhere like i said it doesn't have to be i don't have to be like in this gorgeous like amazing place <laughs> like i can be in like a motel 6 or like holiday inn you know mm-hmm. and and the song will come through but usually it's a melody that comes forth and i have a little bit of like synesthesia so music and sound and they they provide color for me mm. and that color provides a mood so usually the with the music that comes through Will provide a certain color, and that color, the mood, and the mood obviously affects the words. And um, but I try not to. It's just it's just very hard to explain. I try not to just analyze, think anything. Does this make sense? Does this not make sense? No, I just let it flow. And um, sometimes it comes together, and sometimes it doesn't. But that's just how I do it. And that's the process.
0: It's so special to to hear you talk about that and and the fact that you don't always know what the lyrics yeah. mean. Like, I think that's very encouraging for any of us doing creative work that you might not know at the moment that you get mm-hmm. the downloads what it means or what to do with it. And yet that you trust that process so completely that you yeah. capture it and work with it and then Man, then the songs then t- take off from there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the medicine for me, really, because it's the only thing in my life where I'm comfortable not knowing the outcome. Mm. Right? Everything else in my life, I struggle to know the answer, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> and I don't, I can't yeah. surrender. But when the the process happens, the musical process happens, surrender comes of its own, and I don't have to try. I don't have to force, and that's the medicine. That space is the medicine, and it's the reminder, the reminder. And it gives me a glimpse, like what we were talking about earlier. It gives me a glimpse of where I came from, and it gives me a glimpse of my own true nature. And that it, that is the reminder. That's the, the, um, the medicine to help me continue mm. it, when I'm outside of that space. You know, of course, we're always in the space, but we get Mm -hmm. clouded. Right. Mm -hmm. But so it's very deep. It's very deep for me. I'm a deep guy. Shoot. I wish I could be a little more shallow, (laughs) but I have too much Scorpio.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. I can relate. I used to feel I was too sensitive for my own body. Like I couldn't (laughs) hardly handle it. Um, and then you learn, and then it's a yeah. gift, and you can yeah. create magic, which you do. <laughs> um, so your music plays that healing function for me, and I honestly wish that there was more of the style of music that you create and and Nako as well. Uh-huh. Who do you who do, do you listen to any artists for inspiration in this realm, like this conscious music? Or even if not, like who who inspires you or do you have other artists where you feel their music is very healing for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, 100 percent, you know, I mean, usually it's my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I, I'm listening to NACO and Xavier Rudd and uh, John Butler and Michael Franti. And I'm listening to the people that that uh, inspire me, but are my friends. You know, so, um where you know it's it's a beautiful thing to be kind of involved um, in this kind of like group of young musicians, I feel like that are coming up that are have this kind of conscious mm. warriorship to them, yes. Um, that when I was growing up when I was young, and I was inspired by you know different people, there was only a few people, but there wasn't like a group of people you know, and it, how unique it is also that this group of people all knows each other right and that are they're playing together and they're hanging out together like this it's really it's really um uplifting and it's really um exciting to see like where it's going to go um and what we're going to do in this lifetime you know with our, I I just feel lucky to be a part of the group mm. you know and and it's not like a group you know that you have to join that's the <laughs> most beautiful thing it's not like we have a membership and you have to like pay so you know and it's not like we even let's form a group you know it was It was the great spirits organization, you know, and it will continue to be, you know, built and, and, and uh, going forward. It's just, yeah, it's exciting just to see where, how it's, how everything is going to unfold, you know.
0: One of my mentors, Penny Pierce, she would call it your soul group.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, it's definitely how it feels.
0: Yeah, you guys have come together for this shared purpose and evolution and support and community and, poof, like the ripple effect that goes outward to then everyone that you interact with. Is yeah, so incredible.
1: Yeah, it's it's really quite amazing. So quite we're, amazing. We're
0: almost out of time, which is very sad. But um, <laughs> before we preview karma. I would love Mm. if you could just share. So, the fruitful darkness is your first independent Mm. release, which is so exciting,
1: very exciting. Yeah,
0: I would love if you for you to just tell us um, why why you chose to go independent and how we can support you. Because I'm Mm -hmm. certainly happy to, and I hope everyone listening is as well. So, just let us know.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the fruitful darkness, our first independent release. Um, You know, I've I've I started very young in the business and signed a big record deal and kind of got the taste of what that was like. It wasn't really for me, you know. And then I signed another record deal with a more like indie label. And it was very, very beneficial for me and um, put out four albums on that label. But then, you know, the music industry is changing so much and um i i really wanted to do things my own way and not have anybody else tell me you know i could or couldn't do that so that was one of the reasons for for going independent and also being in charge of our own project so for this at this Album is unique in the sense that it's independent, but we're releasing it in a different way. So we've we're releasing it in four parts, and um, there's about three songs per part, three to five songs per part. And I wanted to do it this way because, you know, some when we when in the past when I've made a record. You know, there's like 12, 13 songs on an album. You know, a lot of those songs get lost. A lot of people don't make it through the whole album, or, you know, one song overshadows another song and that story just gets lost. And I didn't want that to happen. Um, so I wanted to take it in little bits. I wanted to make sure our listeners and everybody were able to really digest each song before moving on to the next song. And that's why we broke it up into three songs per part, um, and the other reason is because you know when we release an album, like a real album, a big album, all at one time, you know, the 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 buzz, the the hype, I guess, the meditation is there for a couple months, and then, you know, we're on to the next thing, and I wanted to keep, I wanted to have a longer conversation, mm-hmm. so that's why we spaced it out over the course of several months. Um, and you said and on
0: your website that you release them according to specific lunar dates.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Well, how <laughs> yeah. would you
0: choose the lunar dates? What's Is it full moons or it's something a full, else?
1: It's a full moon, around the full cool. moon. So the people that supported the Kickstarter, all the songs, you know, they get the songs earlier, um, be, and, and they get them all on the full moon. So we just had a full moon. Right. And so I just
0: got my new batch. It's
1: so right. Exciting. So you yes. got the new batch so like this. <laughs> so I wanted to I wanted it to be in line with the, I wanted the album to be in line with what inspired the album, the mm-hmm. stars. You know, so I. it's a it kind of in my mind, it's paying respect to the cosmos like this. So that's why we released it according to the lunar dates like this. So, yeah. So anyway, the first few parts are out. There's still a couple more parts coming. And the full album will be released in the summer. But all the parts are on iTunes or Spotify, Apple Music. You can check them out and rock them and spread them (laughs) to the masses.
0: (laughs) I love it. I cannot wait. And we're going to play Karma now. Is there anything else you want to share about this song or, or anything as people listen to it?
1: So this is one of the first songs that was written for the album. So it kind of, even though it's not the very first song on the album, it's a song that kind of for me as the artist set the theme for the album and set the intention um, of learning about myself through the stars and navigating those years, you know, um, by learning about my chart and and what makes me me. Um, So it's a very foundational, in my mind, it's a very foundational song for the album. So I hope that people like it.
0: (laughs) I, I, like I said, part of the reason I chose it, the name, the lyrics, but also your voice and the melody, the music is just exquisite. Yeah. I mean, exquisite. So oh, I'm
1: so grateful.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I hope you all enjoy it. And the lyrics will be in the show notes at pivotmethod.com slash podcast. Trevor Hall, thank you so much for being oh here. God,
1: thank you so much. Yeah, I could talk to you forever.
0: Same. And, and <laughs> really, the, the a thousand times bigger thank you is for being who you are oh, and doing this you. work in the world. And I don't have words to express my full gratitude.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm very, very grateful myself. And I hope that our relationship continues beyond this uh, podcast.
0: Likewise, yeah. Likewise. Yeah. And now without further ado, here's karma from Trevor Hall on his new album, The Fruitful Darkness.
2: My mouth, yeah. Rivers and streams made of all my doubts. Looking everywhere but the here and now, yeah. All these storms coming back around, oh, yeah. Three in fire, five in water, yeah. One like a son, one like a daughter gotta break that cycle break it strong this been going on way too long being human so confusing some winning sometime losing karma you got me thinking again of all this virtue and sin that's going round and round and Your cycle returns Between the sky and the earth It's nice to meet you again So I learned to rule, I learn to row Cause nothing is as it may seem Don't believe everything you think When the mind is spinning, what to believe Root down strong like a banyan tree I see, this is the law of creation My being is one constellation All in all, it's all divination Elevate my meditation with karma You got me thinking again Of all this virtue and sin That's going round and round and Karma Now as your cycle returns Between the sky and the earth It's nice to meet you again Karma You got me thinking again Of all this virtue and sin That's going round Now as your cycle returns Between the sky and the earth It's nice to meet you